0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to a Different Spirit, the podcast for today's Christian woman. I'm your host, Afi Pittman. Join my guests and I on each episode as we share strategies to help you live life in a different spirit. Well, hello and welcome to A Different Spirit. I am your host. My name is Afi Pittman, if you are new to me. I am an author, blogger, artist, and U.S. Navy veteran. I'm also the founder of the Let's Talk About It community, which is a safe place for women to discuss life, relationships, and professional challenges. And you can find us at authorofmyfaith.com. And you can also find me at my personal blog at afipittman.com. So if you want to talk to me or my guests during the podcast, just dial in at 646- 787-1613 Seven eight seven one six one three. so today my guest is miss eva jordan eva is a nurse turned travel consultant and she says that while she's been a resident of florida for many years now she was born and raised in brooklyn new york to a brazilian and i think it's pronounced by him father he's from barbados and with her loving husband and best friend for over 30 years they have two sons and a beautiful granddaughter after living eight years, excuse me, after living in over eight states and having over 20 years of travel and business expertise, she says she has a strong passion for travel and the lifelong memory and experiences that it elicits. Eva says of Jordan Travel Enterprises, we transform ordinary vacations and conferences into amazing group adventures. Welcome to the show, Eva.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Afi. Thanks for having me here. And just one correction so my, my husband won't be upset. Um, it's Eva Jordan Johnson. Johnson is my married part of my name.
0: <laughs> Welcome. a different spirit the podcast for today's Christian woman I'm your host Afi Pittman join my guests and I on each episode as we share strategies to help you live life in a different spirit We're going to try this again. My name is Afi pippen and I am the host of A Different Spirit Podcast. And today I have with me my guest, Miss Eva Jordan. Are you there, Eva? I'm here. All right. I think I had a bit of a, a technical mishap there. I was going on and introducing you and wasn't hearing the feedback, but now we are connected. So, just in case the recording didn't pick it up, I want to just introduce you really quickly and then we're going to roll right into our dialogue. So, Eva says (laughs) that she is a nurse turned travel consultant. Eva is a nurse turned travel consultant and she's been a resident of Florida for many years now. She was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, to a Brazilian mother and Her father is from Barbados. She says that with her loving husband and best friend of over 30 years, they have two sons and a beautiful granddaughter. And after living in over eight states and having over 20 years of travel business expertise, she has a strong passion for travel and the lifelong memory and experiences that it elicits. Eva says of Jordan Travel Enterprises, we transform your ordinary vacations and conferences into amazing group adventures. All
1: right, Eva, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Afi, for having me. A pleasure.
0: Yes, my pleasure as well. I know that you have some amazing, amazing experiences. I'm connected to you on Facebook and for those anybody who's both new to me and um, Eva, we met through LaShonda Henry who is basically a business mentor to any pretty much any woman who is in business for herself and has a web presence. And I connect I feel like I connected to you really easily and I just love what you do because travel is really important.
1: Yes it is.
0: Yes it is. Yeah, yeah. So why would someone use a group event travel specialist?
1: Before I answer that, I want to just, uh, one correction in addition. My name is Eva Jordan Johnson, and I say that because my husband's going to listen to this call and and say, like, she didn't say Johnson. So it's Eva Jordan Johnson just as a correction. But let me answer the question. Why should someone use a, a group travel event specialist? It's, it's, it's a great question. Well, we handle all the logistics for for groups. Uh, we provide expert advice based on what what your goal or what is it that you're trying to accomplish. It's very important we save you time and money, and we unlock the perks and benefits of group travel. And uh, let me share a story with you. There was a uh, and I just heard this recently. A lady who um, she booked for her family members. I believe it was a cruise, and it was a large group of family and friends who went. And um, at the at the end of the, the cruise, um, they first asked her, well, how was it? And she said, you know what? I it ended up being a lot of work. I didn't get to enjoy myself, and I don't know if I'd ever do it again. And the person, mm. someone asked her, why, why didn't you use a group travel agent? She said, is that what a group travel agent does? And so that's um, a, a prime example of why you should use um, a, a of group travel specialists. We handle um, and, and coordinate the negotiations and ensure you get the best rates and ensure that you have a memorable time with your event.
0: And that is important, especially if you're going overseas and you've never traveled overseas before, that person is going to help you understand all of the requirements, first of all, of getting into the country, and then they uh-huh. can help you out with things on ground. So, yeah, I would definitely say that that's an advantage. Yes. Yeah. And, and, so you and have that's
1: a, something you are doing.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so now you have a book and a blog. Tell us about that and how we can get the book and where we can find your blog and how we can subscribe. Okay.
1: Well, the book um, that my husband and I um, co-authored with, with uh, a mentor, it's called Hosting Group Events in Paradise. And it's the ultimate guide for trainers, coaches, and business leaders. And you can find that Hosting Group Events in Paradise on Amazon. And in the book, we share you discover uh, how to develop close relationships and business ties. Um, Having have adventures that you would never have alone. How you could even, um, depending on on your group size and what your goals are, how you could potentially uh, vacation for free. And if you're in terms of fundraising, if you're trying to do a fundraiser, some of the, the tips on how to use travel for a fundraiser, and so much more. And you can find that on Amazon.com. And my blog is Travel with Eva, and. Um, it is uh where every vacation has a story, and I share um, travel tips I also share um, stories with different people like right now on the blog there's a story about uh this amazing woman and her daughter that um got to go to um, vacation at discovery Cove, and um she explains what her what her needs are and how they How they made her vacation special. So that's my blog, and it's travelwitheva.com, and you can subscribe um, on the subscribe to find out travel tips and get inspired to travel. Awesome. And I know that
0: I was subscribed at one point. I'm gonna go today after this interview to make sure that I'm still subscribed um, because I, I don't know, I just, I love what you do and I like to travel. I haven't done it in like the past couple of years because, you know, life changes, you need have different needs, but I do want to do it right. in the future. And if I, I, I do know that it, like you were saying before, there is a definite advantage to using someone who has expertise such as yourself, vice like trying to do it yourself.
1: Right. So what's your personal travel history? I have I as as a travel consultant I just love to travel. The first time I traveled was when I was my first trip was when I was in high school and I went on a my very first mission trip. Um, and I got to go to the uh Barbados, which is the home home of my family and my, my dad, and that just kind of sparked my my desire and and love of travel. But I've been to Barbados. I've been to um, Israel. I've been to a lot of the islands in the Caribbean, um, Jamaica, the Bahamas. I have been to Hawaii. I've been to Ghana. I just went to Ghana last year. That was an amazing trip. I've been yeah. to Ethiopia. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ethiopia on a uh, mission trip. Um, I've just traveled some different places and have just really enjoyed uh, being exposed and to different cultures and different way of thinking and doing things and enjoying the different foods. And uh, in in the in the case of a mission trip, having the opportunity to sh- uh, to share my faith. So, I. Mm. I've mentioned all the places I've been, but and oh did I say South Africa?
0: That was amazing. No, yes. you didn't. I was wondering if you were going to mention it though.
1: <laughs> oh, so, yeah, South Africa was the amazing Cape Town and Johannesburg and I'm we're thinking about offering a a trip to South Africa in 2020. So hmm. keep in touch, I bet that would You're be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The trip and what I like about <laughs> is is the the uh the trip to South Africa will be not just going and, and you know, enjoying South Africa but actually meeting the people and getting to serve on the trip that you travel on and that's just adds a whole different dimension and excitement to a trip.
0: Right. So now I I do have and that's an impromptu question for you. As a okay. Christian what was it like visiting Israel you know
1: i I got to go not so much on a tour my My husband had uh worked there, and i I was like, "You going to israel i gotta go I want to go too so we went and we did have some time where we toured and one of the things that my pastor in um Milwaukee, when we lived there would say that when you read the Bible.
0: Um, and you haven't
1: been to Israel. It's like reading it in black and white. But when you go to Israel mm-hmm. and you've been to where you know where Jesus walked, and you've been to the Garden of Gethsemane, and you've been to the different places, it's like you read the Bible in technicolor because you you've been to those places, and um, it just brings it alive. And it's it's amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So now. One of the other
0: reasons for that I wanted to talk to you is that you've been married a long time. How long have you been married to your husband? We
1: are going on 40 in June. It it will be 43 years.
0: Wow. It's hard you got to love that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: so, the first question that I have because I wanted to talk to you also because you have this rich um experience with Travel, and I think that travel just, it just opens up like this other dimension in your life, you know? I think even if you can only make one trip a year every other year, you've got to do it, right? It just, like how you said, it's the difference between black and white and technicolor. I think that makes your life technicolor is travel, right? So you've got this experience with travel, but then you've got this experience, a lifelong experience almost, with your husband, so I was like, I have to have her on the show and talk about this too. So, how <laughs> did you meet your husband, and how did you know that he was the one for you?
1: Well, we met, um, and I was in he he says middle school, but for me, I remember it being high school. We met. We were both <laughs> we were both in a group. It was called High BA and High VA stands for High School Born-Againers, and it was a Christian club where um, there was this college student. He came and picked us up, and we were in Brooklyn, picked us up from different neighborhoods, and we all met at, at sometimes we met even at my house, like in the, in the basement. And we had uh, Bible study, discipleship, we played games, um, we shared and even um, had some training where we would go out and witness and interact with other people. It was amazing. So we met through that club. And he says that um, when it was him and his brothers, they lived um, in another area and they would come to to the high year, and They said they would come to meet up with the girls. But um, that's, how, that's how we met. And we ended up studying dating his first year of college and got married shortly after. Mm-hmm. And so how did you know that he was the one for you? You know, I owe, as a result of having the, the, the foundation and high DA and having Christian parents and going to Bible study and stuff like that, I knew that as a Christian young lady that I wanted to marry someone who ha- who knew the Lord, who had a personal relationship with him, and you know, I he you know I how did I know? Just you know what? If I look back on it, now, I would say it's by God's grace that that I knew that was a the that he was a Christian. Mm-hmm. That was really important. That he um, was a, was attentive and that he was supportive and um, had a lot of the qualities that that I would want in a in a boyfriend and and a, and a husband. And I just think it was by the grace of God we were young and we wanted to not also not have um, sex before marriage and we wanted to have a Christian marriage and we got married and by God's grace, we are still together today. And it hasn't always been this peaches and cream or this wonderful, wonderful fairy tale. One of the things for me, I, I used to read a lot of romance novels and I had a lot of mm. as a result, I had a lot of we call it stinking thinking. Um and you know a lot of romance novels are written by women, not not by men. Yes. So it's kinda of <laughs> you up for it sets you up for failure. So I um, Yeah yeah. So I just thank thank God that because we both knew him and when the times got hard we could depend on on the Lord and I could pray and, and God is so faithful. The reason why um you know, we've lasted so long is by the grace of God and um, and and my husband has been you know, I would say you say, Well would you marry him again? Yes, I would. I'd marry him again in a heartbeat. I, I love him.
0: But there you have it, when when you ask someone if they do it again after that many years and they still say yes, oh, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's real. <laughs> and that actually kind of went into my next question, which is how do you make a marriage last 40 years? And you said it, you know, it's by the grace of God. You knew that he was your husband by the grace of God. It, it reminds me of the scripture, I think it's in Ecclesiastes, where it says a triple – triple-braided strand, triple braided or triple-strand cord is not easily broken. And some yeah. scholars reference that the third strand is Jesus Christ. So, you know, right. a triple-stranded cord, meaning a relationship that has Jesus Christ centered in it or intertwined into the fabric of it. And I, I agree with that. I agree with that because I look at relationships now. Like, I'm still single. And, you know, I feel like I've always gotten the attention of older men, but now as I am getting older, that still kind of rings true, but I feel like, you know, you guys are too too old to be doing this. Like, some of the things that I see that I'm just like, you're we're too old to be doing it. Like, that's what you do in high school. Some high school kids don't even act that way. So, like, why are we still, and then I have to realize, like, it's by the grace of God that a person is who they are. That they know what they know and that they're able to withstand things like, like how you guys said that you both wanted to wait until you got married to have sex. It's by the grace of God that you can do that. And it's just, it's not easy, like you said, but it's by the grace of God.
1: Scripture, Ecclesiastes 4 9 through. Yeah. Oh, that was our wedding scripture. It was the scripture that I had engraved in his ring, which he lost. One day chopping wood, but that you know, that's the heart that's what keeps it together, and and to know that it's you're, the marriage is a covenant. And so, when times get hard, it's not like you know, oh, um, friends will say, Oh, if, if, you know, think if you don't like him or you're not satisfied, you just get a divorce. No, um, this is a covenant, and the covenant's between us and it's between God, and so, um. You, you work through the hard times and, and trust God, and, and he is faithful, and he brings you through, and when you come through, you're even stronger and your relationship is even better. Mm.
0: And I, I do want to go back to what you said, that it was by the grace of God that you recognized he was the one for you, aside from, you know, standards that you had that you knew uh-huh. were good standards. A friend of mine, before she passed away, the last weekend that I saw her, we had gone to church. We, yeah, I was helping her get um, certain affairs in order. Like, you know, she wasn't disorganized or anything, but she needed help getting certain affairs in order. before She was due to deploy. And mm-hmm. um, we spent that weekend together, and I was helping her. And we went to church together at her church at the time. And so we were in praise and worship. I think that the minister there was still like ministry time, and she turned to me and she said, "I see you have to pray that the Lord helps you to recognize your husband when you meet him." Because we, she was single at the time as well, and she was believing. She was believing that you know she was going to meet the man for her, and she was also mm-hmm. believing that for me as well. And that's why I'm I'm, I'm kind of digressing, but I miss her so much because she was that friend that like prayed stood in the gap for you and prayed. And that's also important also for single women. You need to have friends who will do that. It is so important. But she turned to me and she said, it's my prayer that you recognize, that we both recognize our husbands. And when you said that, it brought that to mind because it sat with me and it brought that to mind that like what she was saying is that it's by the grace of God that you're going to recognize a keeper versus someone that you need to let go. (laughs) That's true.
1: Yeah. That's
0: true. So what advice would you give someone who's like me, they're single, and I've been through this phase, they're discouraged, you know, like I was saying before, just certain cultural norms that we face now and you're Christian and you're trying to abide by the principles that you know to be true in our faith and you're discouraged because you're thinking, how am I going to pull this off? <laughs> like I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. I'm just going to be happy and, you know, happy with Jesus alone, even though you know you're really not. So what advice would you give someone who is discouraged in their single
1: status? Point them to to the word. And in and, and 1 Corinthians, <laughs> What I had it all. I had it saved, and I, I turned the page on it. But anyway, in First Corinthians seven, like twenty-nine through thirty-five, um, it the the Bible talks about singleness and being married, and and this is hard to hear for for, for and I and I talked to I just call I talked to a friend and asked her this question because she has uh, was single for a long time and and married a little later in life, and, and, and this is counter to the culture, and it's even counter to church sometimes. Um, but singleness in, in the Bible, God, in 1 Corinthians, singleness is a preferred state. Um, God's view is it's better um, to be single. And, and why? Because at, 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 and as a single person, you have the unique opportunity to focus on ministry and to focus on the Lord. And it is, and, and when you have that desire to be married, that's a hard soul to swallow. But if you if you focus on on the Lord and focus on um, on keeping him on keeping him first and, and trusting him and, and sharing the desires of your heart with him, the, the Bible says that He'll give us the desires of our heart. Share those desires with Him. Um, and focusing on the relationship, that if if it God's will, then that ma- that marriage will come to place. And and if it isn't to be con um, to be content, to be content in your singleness. And I know, for me to say this, okay, you're this old married, old married woman. You've been married for forty years. Yeah, you can say that. But <laughs> right, I, I, I'm I'm sending you back to the word. And asking and asking you or that that you know single person to 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 trust God, um, He does exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or imagine, and sometimes He has us going through um, periods where, where uh, maybe we, you know we're discouraged or there's things that we want and, and it just seems like it's never going to happen, but just staying focused um, on on Him and trusting him to, to bring you that person. And sometimes, you know, I remember reading a book, and I can't remember the name of it, uh, or being at a conference and there was a lady, her name is uh, Bunny. I forgot the last name. But anyway, she was saying it's funny how the single ladies, you know, they are, uh, you know, want to be married and they want to have, you know, this awesome sex, and the married ladies are like, oh, I'm not in the mood kind of a thing. It's like we, we're, right. we're, we're we're each looking at the grass, thinking the grass is greener on the other side. And on yes. each side, there are challenges, and there are um, blessings. And it's to 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 focus on the blessings of of singleness because there are blessings. There's times that I can't I can't do things or uh, because. Um, maybe I'm, my children are grown now, but that I couldn't do things because I had, you know, the kids, or I can't do things, or my husband doesn't. I want to do this. I want to go somewhere, and my husband's like, "No, I don't want to go." And so, you know, you have that two. It's those two uh, personalities that are working together, and and after a while, they kind of you kind of blend and in time become more one. But when you're single, you don't have those. You don't have to worry about the the, the children. If you you know, if you're single and you don't have children, um sing, that doesn't apply to a single parent, but if you're single and you don't have children, you you have a freedom that a married person doesn't have. So um learning to be content. And for me, learning to be content as a married person, and for you, learning to be content as a single person. Amen to that. <laughs>
0: So thank you so much for being on this show, Eva. And I hope you guys now can see why I love Eva so much. Thank you.
1: Thank you. To God be the glory. To God be the glory.
0: Amen. And that concludes this episode of A Different Spirit Podcast. If you like the episode, make sure to visit blogtalkradio.com forward slash author of faith and follow us so that you can get an notifications of when we'll be on the air next also remember that you can talk to us live by dialing in at 646-787-1613 that's 646-787-1613 until the next time remember to live life in a different spirit